This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Udine. In a story that has captured national attention, a 49-year-old father, William Scotia, with a history of domestic violence allegations, shot and killed his six-year-old son, Anthony, at his 79 East Street home and then turned the gun on himself in an apparent murder-suicide last Thursday night, according to Foxborough Police and the Norfolk County District Attorney's Office. Anthony was a kindergarten student at the Barl Elementary School. Earlier at a party last Saturday night, Skashi was charged with assault and battery with a knife following an outburst at that party where witnesses said he threatened to kill the host and others present. He was arrested again last Monday on gun charges while sleeping in his Jeep Cherokee outside the 79 East Street home the same house where the murder-suicide occurred. Earlier in the month, Skashi was denied a firearms permit by Foxborough Police Chief William Baker as a result of a previous incident. Skashi appealed that decision but lost in district court. Foxborough Town Manager Bill Keegan said, This is a terrible tragedy that affects the whole community. Former Foxborough Selectman Paul Feeney has won the Democrat special primary election for state Senate last Tuesday and will now face Republican Jason Ventura and independent candidate Joe Shortsleeve in the October 17th special election. Feeney swept seven of nine communities in the Bristol-Norfolk district to win the Democratic nomination with 3,144 votes over 2,219 votes over Sharon candidate Ted Phillips. Feeney attributed his victory to standing up for working people and had the support of several labor unions. Ventura won six of the communities in the Republican race but lost Foxborough to Michael Berry of Walpole. Ventura ended up with 2,240 votes district-wide to Barry's 1,469 votes. Ventura also had the support of State Representatives Jay Barrows of Mansfield and Betty Poirier of North Attleboro. However, Ventura said he won the district by outworking his opposition. Joe Shortsleeve, a former television news anchorman, for Channel 4 in Boston, did not have a primary because he is an independent and will join Feeney and Ventura in the special election. The search for a new assistant Foxborough school superintendent is attracting considerable interest from prospective candidates, and the screening panel should have a recommendation to the school committee by November. Assistant Superintendent Amy Burdos is scheduled to succeed retiring Debbie Spinelli as superintendent in December, creating an opening for a new assistant school chief. Burdos reported that there has been a good response so far from the candidates, although she did not provide a specific number. 
A screening panel comprised of parents, teachers, and school board members will convene beginning in October to narrow the field, interview prospects, and report to the school committee. Foxborough School Board members Tina Belanger and Marilyn Weiss will represent the school committee on that panel. Starting last Friday and ending 24 hours later on Saturday evening, drivers circling the Foxborough Common were greeted by rows and rows of American flags. The flags were put in place in memory of both American prisoners of war and service members declared missing in action. The event marked the 2017 National POW MIA Recognition Day. It was also the start of Foxborough's annual 24-hour vigil to honor lost or captured veterans and provide solace for their families and friends. The event held in the Common was started back in 2011 by then 16-year-old John Mitchell of Foxborough. Last Saturday night's ceremony, which concluded the 24-hour vigil, was led by town veterans agent Michael Johns. The ceremony consisted of speeches, recognition of service members and their families, and a rendition of the national anthem. When asked why they hold a 24-hour vigil instead of just a ceremony, Michael John said, The 24 hours is helping us to reflect on the sacrifice that the veterans have given us. The sacrifice we're making, one day, is a blink of the eye compared to the sacrifice they have made for our freedom. More local news coming up next. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. The new Regional Emergency Call Center has received a $1.5 million grant to modernize emergency 911 service and convert a former Mansfield Municipal Town building into a dispatch center. Foxborough Town Manager Bill Keegan said officials were notified last Friday of the state award, which will be used to fund the dispatch center. That will be shared by Mansfield, Foxborough, Norton, and Easton. Keegan said the grant is a key step forward in creating the Dispatch Center, which aims to streamline and modernize communications. The new center will be located in the former Mansfield Town Hall, currently serving the Mansfield Police Station. Right now, the four towns have about 40 dispatchers, serving their public safety departments. 
That number will be reduced to about 25 dispatchers in the new system. Keegan continued saying the Southeastern Massachusetts Regional Emergency Communications Center, which will operate the new service, is in process of hiring the center's first director of operations. And finally, Tough Mudder, the messy obstacle course on steroids challenge that had planned a controversial appearance in Foxborough next spring will not be coming here. Foxborough Town Manager Bill Keegan said he has been notified by the Massachusetts-based event that the event will be held in Charlton instead. Keegan said sponsors are still interested in coming to Foxborough, if possible, in coming years. A proposal to hold a Tough Mudder, partly on the Lane property and partly on land controlled by the Kraft organization, elicited mixed responses from town officials and residents when initially proposed this summer. Keegan informed selectmen at last week's meeting, but did not provide details as to why the organizers changed their mind. The Foxborough Mud Run, which would have started and ended at Gillette Stadium, had expected to attract eight to 10,000 people. This has been a weekly news update originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.